The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast because I would never do that to you guys, number one. Number two, it's a Wisdom Wednesday presented by DraftKings. That means we've got Andrew Brandt fresh off having a couple of sea breezes together. Yes, sea breeze. We were by the beach. The ocean, you got to do it right, right on looking at the ocean. Well, we'll get into that momentarily, but so good to see Andrew in person and such a good week as always to have him on with the Supreme Court ruling on the NTA. He's all over with some stadium issues with teams, with guys getting arrested during the quote unquote slow period. Looking forward to talking with Andrew momentarily. So looking forward. To going against some of you in our first best ball draft this offseason. Make sure you listen or watch the Fantasy Feast podcast today to get all the details on how to go against yours truly and Joe Dolan in a DraftKings best ball draft. We'll have a spread the word winner tomorrow. Greg Cosell will join us as our divisional series, which has been very well received, continues. Have a spread the word winner. Haven't picked him yet. Retweet, like, love, quote, tweet, share, comment. I don't care. I see it all, and it all helps. Sponsor confirmation email winner. Maybe it's Manly Bands. I'm wearing my Manly Band today. I'll tell you more about Manly Band later. Then we've got the YouTube shout-out. Another crazy easy contest. You just subscribe to YouTube. And youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, and then make any comment. I noticed the new ones, certainly. And you get a chance to get a cameo style shout out. I just did another one this morning. People are paying for me to do cameos for them on the cameo app all the time. You can get one for free. All you have to do is subscribe to youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Lots of news with Carl Nassib and more. But first, it's Andrew Brandt. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Well, those of you that follow us on social media, and you should, at Ross Tucker NFL or at Andrew Brandt, you already saw the picture, but it was so good. It's funny. I tweeted this exact thing. So if you follow us on social media, you already know this, but 
between Sirius XM and the podcast, I have spoken with Andrew Brandt pretty much every week for 10 years. And there's a week or two here and there where we've been off. But I think we made up for that because there were some weeks we used to do it twice. Yeah. We used to do it on Sirius XM and do the same thing again on my podcast. So awesome to talk with him. But we've only ever seen each other a handful of times, five or less. So we both happened to be in Stone Harbor, New Jersey last weekend. We're able to meet up at the Windrift, which is amazing. We had a great table right by the ocean front, just watching the ocean. And for some reason, Andrew, when I'm in that situation, I usually drink beer. I usually drink IPAs. But when I'm like on the third floor looking at the ocean, I, I need like a sea breeze or something like that, man. And you know, since you got one, I got one. And people that know me, me and alcohol don't really mix the way I the way I eat and drink. Yeah, what a pleasure to get together. And for those who saw the social media post, as I posted two things, no, we didn't coordinate. We both wore khaki shorts, <laughs> khaki shorts and a light blue uh, polo shirt. And yes, that's our actual size. I'm five seven under a buck fifty, and Ross is what Ross is. So uh, it was great, and we got to do that more often. Uh, hopefully, this summer at the beach. Yeah. Well, Andrew's in phenomenal shape, and if you ever see any of his pictures from the triathlon stuff, you can see that. And yes, it's funny though, Andrew, because in my world, I'm six four and a half, and I'm like two fifty, two fifty five. But in my world, like people that have known me for a while, they think I look small compared <laughs> to how big I really was. You know, yeah. I used to play between 310 and 320. So I'm 60 pounds less than I used to be. But yeah, still a uh, a large human being. Andrew, <laughs> it was awesome seeing you. And it's unbelievable uh, how many things I need to talk to you about, including business of sports, because you were all over the Supreme Court ruling uh, regarding the NCAA, and then you got on, like, the only other two guys I ever listened to when it comes to this stuff, uh, McCann and what's the other guy? What's the, the two Dave main Feldman. guys? Dave Feldman. Feldman, yeah. And Feldman to talk about it. So, obviously, the deep dive everybody should take is on the Business of Sports podcast, Hopefully you already subscribe and listen. Hopefully I, I might listen to that going to or from the beach again or while I'm riding my bike at the beach, Andrew. But at any rate, uh, make sure you do the deep dive and, and hear what those guys had to say. But for our audience, Andrew, mainly an NFL audience, but they are interested in the big news. What sort of the 30,000 foot level of what happened there? Yeah, Ross, I mean, we'll just do that right here because – yeah, sports law nerds like me get a little giddy that we have a Supreme Court case. The last time we had it was three years ago with the sports betting case. And here we are. What people need to know is is the what it's not first. It's not pay for play. Okay, so we're not going to pay college athletes. That's not happening. It doesn't even deal with NIL, name, image, likeness. But what it does deal with is there were restrictions the NCAA put on education-related benefits how much, you know, value for computers and tutoring and study abroad and vocational internships and post-eligibility eligibility internships. Those have been removed. 
Supreme Court says anything related to education, you're going to restrict. No, you can't. You can't. So that's the takeaway. But as we talk about Justice Kavanaugh, Justice Gorsuch, they like skewered, skewered the NCA, which basically told me that the next case that gets there is going to be bigger, is going to be pay for play or whatever it may be, because they told the NCA, get your house in order and give more rights to these student athletes. The only other question I have on this is I, I, I think I heard Jay Billis maybe on the Dan Patrick show. I happen to be driving or whatever, saying that the NCAA actually had a more favorable ruling in the circuit court, and they're the ones that kept pushing it, yeah. and that it was like a, a, a tactical error. What what is that true? Yeah, quickly, the, the circuit court said exactly what the Supreme Court said, and, and they affirmed it, which means they blessed it. So what the NCA said, no, we don't want to be restricted on education-related benefits when they could have just taken the win. And they went up and they lost. So, uh, yeah, listen again, a plug as you did. Mike McCann, everyone knows him from Sports Illustrated, from TV. He was, he was testifying about this issue at Congress. And then, of course, Gabe Feldman, a pioneer in sports law as well. I put myself not so humbly on this dream team, and we talked about it. It's a deep dive. It, you know, it's a master class on this if you listen to the business of sports this week. Awesome. Love it. Um, speaking of legal issues, Andrew, I, I mentioned this last week, I think it probably on Friday show, and said I had to ask you about it. Rusty Harden is Deshaun Watson's attorney, and he said that the NFL has yet to interview Deshaun regarding all of these lawsuits against him, um, the sexual harassment lawsuits. So we're about five weeks until training camp, and we all know that we don't think he's going to be able to play this year, but there's been nothing from the NFL so far, Andrew. He's not on the commissioner's exempt list, and you'd have to think that they need to tell the Texans something at some point, and yet they haven't even interviewed him yet. What am I missing here? Because it would seem to me like the NFL would really need to interview him thoroughly to make a decision regarding his status, unless they already know, hey, we don't need to interview him. With all these lawsuits, he's not going on the field. He's going to be on NFI. Well, two things. This is, this is precedential because it's happened before. Tom Brady... People can hardly remember now, but 2015, the NFL interviewed everyone about Deflategate, everyone, and Brady was last. So that makes sense. They're going to go through whatever they're doing. And there were reports of interviewing some of the women that have charged Watson and maybe more as since that time. So he'll be last. He'll be last. And my other point is the point I make all the time on Twitter and with you, deadlines for action. So the deadline we have here, I think, is training camp. But you know what? It may be later than training camp because it only matters to the Texans and Watson really once the season starts. Do they have them or do they not have them? But I think they'll decide by training camp because I think Cal McNair will tell Roger Goodell, like, I need to know. And let's face it, Roger Goodell works for Cal McNair, the owner of the Texans, and they'll know. And – you know, again, going down that rabbit hole, we won't, Ross, but I see 
highly doubtful that Deshaun Watson sees the field. I'm not going to say all year, but anytime soon. You know, you know the precedent. Ben Roethlisberger, one incident, six games. Ezekiel Elliott, one or two incidents, six games. You know, extrapolate that towards Deshaun Watson. He's not going to be playing anytime soon. Is there any chance – I mean, the, the weird thing is both those guys got suspended. Most people seem to think Watson goes on the commissioner's exempt yeah. list because I guess there's not enough – like, they won't know all the evidence, so they can't really suspend him, but they also don't, don't want him out there. But these are civil suits. It's not um, criminal suits. Like, is there any chance they could say, well, until these resolve themselves, he can play? Well, that'd be one extreme, and the other extreme is right away a suspension. And I think we've settled, you and I and everyone, kind of we know what the middle ground is going to be because Elliot and uh, Roethlisberger, certainly Roethlisberger, way before they brought this list out of cobwebs in 2014 with Greg Hardy and Adrian Peterson, the commissioner exemplist, I think – I'm pretty confident that's where he's going because what that does is let it sort out. And maybe they don't interview Watson until he's on the list and they take him off the field. Listen, it's PR Ross. You can't put that guy on the field. You can't. And that's what they decided with Peterson who hit his son and Hardy who hit his girlfriend. You can't put him on the field in front of a hundred million people with this going on. Now that was the feeling in 014. I think it's still the feeling today. And even though it's civil, I get it. But NFL is not going to put them on the field with this swirling. You know, I also wanted to ask you, we've seen some stadium situations popping up recently. I guess Buffalo is going to build a new stadium in 2025 out there in Orchard Park. And then the Bears issued a statement saying, uh, we're, we're trying to buy this land in Arlington Heights. And immediately the mayor of Chicago said, this is transparent. They're trying to get leverage. How about putting a winning product on the field? How about beating the Packers? And I guess my only comment, Andrew, that I said was, I don't, I don't see how, why you do that if you're the mayor of Chicago, because the McCaskies can choose to leave if they like, I don't know why you literally poked the bears. Yeah, literally poked the bears, but PR is everything. And I think he wanted, or the mayor wanted to get the public on their side. Like, yeah, you go to the suburbs, you can do that. But, you know, we're worried about other things and you should be worried about the Packers. So we'll see what happens. You know, the stalking horse that we talked about for years is gone. L.A. is gone. So what is Buffalo or Chicago or any city going to say? If you don't, we're going to go to where? Where are they going? St. Louis? No. San Diego? No. So so this, uh, the stalking horse that went on for 20 years is gone. So we'll see what kind of public money comes. But, you know, I think the Vegas deal is, is the last of the Mohicans, where the state of Nevada gave Mark Davis all that money, public money. I just don't see it. I don't see it anymore. You know, and this is something I'm writing about uh, this week for The Athletic. Really just this time of year, you know, this slow time or the dead period. And I'm talking about it more from a individual discipline, players, 
working out, staying mentally and physically in the best shape during this time. But we're not off to a very good start, Andrew, with Frank Clark with an Uzi in his Lamborghini and Zayvon Collins, the Cardinals' first-round pick. And even Jalen Twyman, you know, he might not have done anything wrong, but the rookie D-tackle for the Vikings got shot four times. And we're not even a week into this thing yet, Andrew. Yeah, and I'm watching the basketball game last night, and across the feed is Alex Caruso of the Lakers, and they're recently on offseason, gets arrested in Texas. It's it's not just the NFL. It's like this is the one time of year, we talk about it every year, where you are not, as a player, tethered to your team. All the other times, you're just kind of, you got mini camps and, of course, the season. And right after the season, there's a lot of contract stuff going on. This is the time. You're not tethered. And the time we talk about every year, I'm worried, you know, as a front office executive, what these guys, are, what's going to happen. Because I also understand young people. You know, this is your last time to party. And you have until late July. And then you're, as I say, you know, you're in the submarine for six months. So it's going to happen. I've told stories about what I've dealt with at the Packers during the late June, July period. So we'll see more. Count on it. Count on the ones you mentioned. They're just the tip. We'll see more over the next three weeks, four weeks. Uh, Last thing I wanted to say, Andrew, um, Carl Nassib, the Raiders defensive end, and I'm going to talk more about this in a little bit, but uh, came out, said he's gay, said he hopes eventually people don't have to do videos like this. He donated $100,000 to the Trevor Project. Uh, what is the significance of this in your mind? And and how do you think it would have been received if it had happened back when you were working for the Packers? Different time, different space, different uh, societal tolerance. All I've seen, all I've seen, and you too, I'm sure, is positivity about this from the Raiders from the commissioner who matched the donation uh, from all kinds of players associations. Yeah. I mean, we're in a different age, but I'm going to, I'm going to share a personal story with my boys. As you know, I have two sons and it was four whatever years ago where Michael Sam's situation came out and I was running around. I had to get to ESPN. I got to do my segments. This is so crazy. First gay player. And my boys, this was years ago, like, what's the story? You know, what what is that? And I think this is kind of a, I don't want to be political, but to me, Ross, we've really achieved change when it's not a story. Now, this is, I think, less of a story than Michael Sam. But, you know, I, I, I personally didn't feel like I need to comment on this. It's like, okay, you know. We're there. We've been there in my mind. That's a really good point. Really good point. Although the flip side is I was on the BBC yesterday. Yeah. It was like their most read article and they asked if I would come on. <laughs> so um, I guess it's still um, big news. And and then, and then Nassib's jersey was the number one selling. Yeah. So it certainly still means something and has a big impact on people. Um, but I think it's all positive. I yeah, hope it's all positive. I want to ask you, Ross, do you see, I don't know what the phrase is, Michael Sam kind of getting shortchanged here? Like, 
Well, you saw you saw that I, I and I was going to get into yeah. this, but you saw I tweeted this at Ross Tucker NFL. I'm a huge Carl Nassib fan as a player. What he did at Penn State, what you know, what he's done so far in the NFL, the mental toughness, the resilience. But I don't really understand this first active player. Like you are an active player until you're cut. Yeah. So when Michael Sam came out before the draft and then was drafted, he was an active player until the Rams cut him. And then, by the way, I think if you're on a practice squad, you're still an active player. I guess what they mean is on an active 53-man roster, which Nassib highly likely will be, but that wouldn't really happen until September. I think the phrasing of first openly gay active player does shortchange Michael Sam a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, I remember having on the podcast the first player to take his salary in Bitcoin, Sean Culkin. Then he got cut the next week. So was he an active player? If the next guy does it and he's on the roster? Yeah, these are all, it's semantics. Check him out on Twitter, at Andrew Brandt. Check out the business of sports this week for sure for that Supreme Court stuff. Subscribe to the Sunday 7. I know people loved it. Uh, this past weekend, I saw a couple tweets to you about it, Andrew. And great team, and hopefully we can do that again. Yeah, definitely soon. Thanks, Ross. Love Andrew Brandt. Love these manly bands. You see me? Those of you on, that watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, I am flashing the band. So what I love about it is a couple things. Number one, you know, my original wedding band gets beat up pretty good because of you know working out and all the different things I do so I like having a second one that looks nicer that I can just wear out or whatever or you can do the opposite you can get one from Manly Bands and then that's the one you wear that might get boogered up a little bit it's really cool because they have just about every type of earthly material you could want to form your wedding band or second wedding band, as the case might be. Gold, wood, antler, steel, dinosaur bone. I got steel. I loved it. I love being able to switch these these around. Here's the thing. They got a 30-day exchange policy and a free warranty. 30-day exchange period, free warranty to order your manly band and get 21% off. I don't know where they came up with that number, but 21% off plus a free silicone ring. Go to manlybands.com slash Ross. That's manlybands.com slash Ross for 21% off. Manly Bands, the best darn rings, period. Tuck Stakes. Morning, Ross. Well, the biggest news since Monday involves Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib. You, Andrew, already spoke about it a little bit. Came out on social media, donated $100,000 to the Trevor Project. What's your, uh, what do you want to add to this? Well, I talked about it with Andrew, but as I tweeted, I know a lot of you aren't on Twitter, so I need to say it to you here. This guy walked on at Penn State. So you walk on to a Power 5 perennial top 20 school, That is a long road. Barely played his first four years. 
finally becomes a starter his fifth year, 15 and a half sacks. Big 10 defensive player of the year. I mean, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Then he gets drafted third round by Cleveland. They cut him after two years. So he's on the street. The Bucks pick him up. Six and a half sacks, followed by six sacks. Gets a nice contract from the Raiders. Um, he's a mentally and physically tough young man. And I've read and heard some stories recently about the impact of sexuality on teenagers and suicides. And I think that sounds like that's why Carl came out. Good for him, man. I mean, that's being a leader and that representation does matter. And I've seen many people, experts say that he saved lives by doing this. And man, I hope that's the case. Ducks takes. Meanwhile, you and Andrew also discussed uh, Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark and Cardinals first round pick. Zayvon Collins both arrested, while Vikings rookie Jalen Twyman shot four times but uh, should make a full recovery. Right. I don't know enough about the Twyman situation, but first of all, how incredibly lucky are you, or fortunate might be the better word, to get shot four times and be totally fine? Like four different bullets? I mean, you got to think if any of them had gone a little bit one way or the other, it could have been real bad for Jalen Twyman. That's a crazy story. And I know they said he was wrong place, wrong time. I guess I think it's fair to have some healthy skepticism about that. Uh, as for Zayvon Collins, he was just like, sounded like he was going driving way too fast. I don't know. Young, probably got a fast car, whatever, kind of like Andrew said. And then for Frank Clark, he evidently had a weapons charge in March. Now he's got a, a loaded Uzi in his Lamborghini. And remember, Frank Clark had some red flags coming out of Michigan. So I wonder if Frank Clark, in this instance, could face some discipline from the league. Tuck takes. Obviously, Andrew did a whole episode on the business of sports this week about the Supreme Court takedown of the NCAA. Anything that you'd like to add? Well, just that times they are a-changing, and I don't know how much they're going to change, but they are changing. And I think it will end up impacting the NFL. Like, these guys are going to start to get paid for their name, image, and likeness. And it's hard to imagine that whoever represents them for name, image, and likeness in college won't have some impact on who they pick as an agent or for marketing in the NFL. So uh, I can assure you there are a bunch of people waiting to pounce on that. Tuck takes. And finally, Eli Manning back with the New York Giants, only this time in a business ops and fan engagement role. Unreal. I mean, these are the best gigs you can get. No idea how much they're offering him, but he probably has to go to the games, the home games, and go to a couple luxury boxes, shake some hands, be Eli Manning. You know, you've made it in life when you can get a gig like this 
where you basically get paid to just be yourself. I mean, you get paid to just be who you are. And uh, kudos to Eli. He earned it. He earned it on the field, those Super Bowl wins to get to this point. Uh, hopefully you guys earn my undying love and adoration. Those of you that are on Facebook by liking or following my page, whatever you can do. I want to get that to 10K. So facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Let's do an email, Bri. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Email address is ross at rostucker.com. You can always email me for any reason. You want to be a sponsor of the show or whatever. Have a suggestion for how we can grow the show. I don't care. But I will always answer your question on the show if you take advantage of any of our sponsors. And then send me a question. Ross at RossTucker.com. What do you got, Bri? Hey, Ross. Long-time listener. Occasional correspondent. I always try to use your sponsors. And this time, I took the plunge with Keeps after noticing strong thinning along my hairline. I still have a lot of hair, but... Listening to your and uh, doctor's advice, uh, decided not to wait too long. All right, so here's my question. It's about NFL retirement. You often talk about your accrued seasons and various benefits. I'd be really interested to know what the benefits really offer. Is it uh, players in retirement, especially for those who play a while but don't necessarily get super rich from it? So can you tell me what are the benefits, the pension, medical, whatever? And do you think they're fair for what the players put on the line? If I'm entitled to anything, would love to get anything signed or anything that you have from Cleveland. Thanks for all you do. That is from Neil. Very smart, Neil, to get ahead of the game with keeps.com slash Ross. Very smart. I take it every morning, every night. I rub the stuff on. and I also take the pill in the morning. Um, if I give you guys any advice, it's when in doubt. Start it. Start it earlier than you think you should. So I should maybe even, Neil, at some point, do an entire show just talking about the benefits because there's a lot. And honestly, Neil, I don't remember all of them in terms of the specifics. What I can tell you is starting your second year, you have the ability to contribute to the your 401k and get up to a 200% match from the NFL. Um, although that's, I think the match is not 200% anymore. It used to be like you put in 10, they put in 20 and you had 30 in, but there's some caps there, but you, you can contribute the max and then the NFL at least matches it on the 401k starting your third year you get an annuity that the NFL put $65,000 in a year. Um, Starting your third year as well, you qualify for a pension, which for my age was $470 a month for every year you played once you turn 55. So you can elect to defer those payments if you want, and then it becomes bigger than that right like the the monthly paycheck you get becomes distribution amount becomes bigger so you get a pension i played six years so it's 470 times six i think it's like thirty-three thousand dollars a year although with the latest cba 
It's actually more than that now. They have a health savings account now, which is $25,000 for every year you played. So six of my years counted. So that's $150,000 that uh, we submit that and we have medical expenses. We get reimbursed. Uh, they have a uh, severance, which is 12500 for every year you played. Those are the ones I can think of. Oh, you get health insurance for five years, although now I think it might be 10 years after you're done playing. So those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. But like I said, Neil, maybe I should do a full episode on it at some point. Good question. I love it. The benefits are significant. I mean, it's a big reason why um, guys try to play an extra year because they really stack on top of each other. So uh, it's very, very helpful. Plus, it's another year of insurance, another year of all those things. We will have Greg Cosell tomorrow. I think we're on the AFC now. I think we're going over the AFC East tomorrow with his divisional breakdown. Shout-outs to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, Vision Comics with an X, HumanHeadNYC.com. What a world. You can get your company's name out to all these tens of thousands of people for 100 bucks a month. I think we're done here, members of Patreon.com slash RT Media. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, one 800 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.